But late pharaohs have heard terrible laughter far out on the fen, and men have heard the horrid shrieks of its victims. Sir, in God's name return to the village, there pass the night, and tomorrow take the swamp trail to Torkertown. Far back in Cain's gloomy eyes, a scintillate light had begun to glimmer, like a witch's torch glinting under fathoms of cold gray ice. His blood quickened. Adventure. The lure of life risk and drama. Not that Cain recognized his sensations as such. He sincerely considered that he voiced his real feelings when he said, These things are deeds of some power of evil. The lords of darkness have laid a curse upon the country. A strong man is needed to combat Satan and his might. Therefore I go, who have defied him many a time. Sir, the boy began, then closed his mouth as he saw the futility of argument. He only added, The corpses of the victims are bruised and torn, sir. He stood there at the crossroads, sighing regretfully as he watched the tall, rangy figure swinging up the road that led toward the moors. The sun was setting as Cain came over the brow of the low hill, which debouched into the upland fen. Huge and blood-red, it sank down behind the sullen horizon of the moors, seeming to touch the rank grass with fire, so that for a moment the watchers seemed to be gazing out across a sea of blood. Then the dark shadows came gliding from the east, the western blaze faded, and Solomon Cain struck out boldly in the gathering darkness. The road was dim from disuse, but was clearly defined. Cain went swiftly but warily, sword and pistols at hand. Stars blinked out, and night winds whispered among the grass like weeping specters. The moon began to rise, lean and haggard like a skull among the stars. Then suddenly, Cain stopped short. From somewhere in front of him sounded a strange and eerie echo, or something like an echo. Again, this time louder. Cain started forward again. Were his senses deceiving him? No. Far out there pealed a whisper of frightened slaughter, and again, closer this time. No human being ever laughed like that. There was no mirth in it, only hatred and horror and soul-destroying terror. Cain halted. He was not afraid, but for the second he was almost unnerved. Then, stabbing through that awesome laughter, came the sound of a scream that was undoubtedly human. Cain started forward, increasing his gait. He cursed the elusive lights and flickering shadows which veiled the moor in the rising moon and made accurate sight impossible. The laughter continued, growing louder as did the screams. Then sounded faintly the drum of frantic human feet. Cain broke into a run. Some human was being hunted to death out there on the fen, and by what manner of horror, God only knew. The sound of the flying feet halted abruptly, and the screaming rose unbearably, 
mingled with other sounds unnameable and hideous. Evidently, the man had been overtaken, and Cain, his flesh crawling, visualized some ghastly fiend of the darkness crouching on the back of its victim, crouching and tearing. Then the noise of a terrible and short struggle came clearly through the abysmal silence of the night, and the footfalls began again, but stumbling and uneven. The screaming continued, but with a gasping gurgle. The sweat stood cold on Cain's forehead and body. This was heaping horror on horror in an intolerable manner. God, for a moment's clear light. The fightful drama was being enacted within a very short distance of him, to judge by the ease with which the sounds reached him. But this hellish half-light veiled all in shame.